Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Well, hi. Welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 216, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hi, Eric. Hello, Joe. How are you? Oh, God. <laughs> were, were you looking forward to me saying the title of the movie? I'm convinced that's the only reason you picked it. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me, actually. <laughs> that's the first time that I've said it out loud. <laughs> I maybe uh, should have practiced it ahead of time. It's fine. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't know how to properly say it anyway either. So. Yeah, I, I don't either. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, we'll just say it in the whitest way possible. I mean, I tried to say it as whitely as I could. You did pretty damn well. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at being extremely white. <laughs> it's kind of my whole deal. I've been doing it my whole life. <laughs> oh, well, you're very good at it. Thank you. Uh, one of the best. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and, and you do it with uh, relatively very little of the bad parts of all that. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> relatively little is really the best I could ask for. <laughs> it's, so... Uh, at this point in time, I really think that's all anyone can strive for. I think you're probably right. Just uh, the most minor way to be awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, a lot happened between when you picked <laughs> the movie and uh, when we're recording it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Uh-huh. So, uh... This is all on me. I apologize. <laughs> I've I've given you read, a lot of crap. read the room, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> what a difference six days makes. Yeah, uh, I've I've given you a lot of crap for some of the movies that you've picked. Uh, not really knowing, you know, uh, exactly, uh, what the nature of those movies were going to be. Right. And how they lined up with, uh, current affairs. Um, I'd, I'd like to claim, uh, the same for, for what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, I did have, have the slightest inkling of what this movie was going to be about. Uh, but I had no idea what was about to happen in reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, I thought, uh, I thought this movie was going to be a lot more cathartic than it was. Uh-huh. Uh, and mostly I was just stressed. Yeah. It's, uh... It's stressful. It's it's not an easy movie to watch. Uh, Definitely for, not. Uh, multiple reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was real uncomfortable. 
uh not not for for white people reasons uh <laughs> but for for other reasons at at quite a few points of this movie uh-huh yeah like I like mean, right off the bat yeah minute one yeah <laughs> wow he uh, uh he he uh he had his son do that in this movie yep yep um <sighs> Oh boy! Uh, I should have gotten a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I have a glass of water. It's my my standard <laughs> podcast beverage is just to just to stay lubricated. Yeah, that's 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 good good thinking. But yeah, probably something a little stiffer would have been good. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, sweet sweet backs, badass song. Badass song. <laughs> um, so I would. There's a, probably a whole lot to talk about here, but I'm just going to go ahead and say right off the bat that I don't think this is actually a very good movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, just for, for a lot of reasons. Uh, it is very experimental in its approach and execution. Yes. yes. A lot uh, more experimental than I expected it to be. Yeah, I did not expect any of that, actually. Um... And, and part of it, you know, I can't necessarily blame on the movie, but, uh, you know, the, the streaming service that we used, which was uh, Canopy, a, a library app, um, they don't exactly have uh, the best print of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very difficult to hear over the hisses and poor sound quality and poor picture quality. Right. And... and I'm sure back in 1971, this probably looked pristine. <laughs> but uh, in 2020, uh, streaming on my TV, it did not. <laughs> and, yeah, the, uh, the HD really makes it pop. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, I would like to say narratively, it's a mess. Uh, but also, there's barely a narrative. Yeah, there's there's really not much story uh, beyond, you know, just sort of the bare minimum, bare bones thing. Um, yeah, I, I will say, you know, as far as the sound quality goes, I know you you have said that you're watching most of these movies with subtitles on. Yes, uh, I actually I turn the subtitles on for this as well, um, just to to help myself be able to follow it a little better, and I do think that helped it, a it bit. Did help me somewhat because uh, yeah I don't think I would have been able to tell what anybody was saying throughout the movie yeah um, and uh, but the movie also fucks with the sound and the dialogue anyway right uh, with with a lot of overlapping uh, dialogue and heavy heavy music uh which is mostly captioned by the word funk. Right. I really <laughs> I enjoyed that. Enjoy. <laughs> I almost texted you that yesterday. Just <laughs> music note, music note, <laughs> parentheses, funk. <laughs> I would have appreciated that. <laughs> and I almost uh, texted you an apology. Aww. <laughs> 
you know, I I don't uh, I don't regret having watched this movie. Um, there there are things that I actually really uh, appreciated about it. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I enjoyed this, mm-hmm. uh, but I but I did appreciate things about it. Um, it th- there was a lot of imagery that I liked. Um, you know, just the 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 long sequences of Sweetback on the run were kind of fun you know just him running from place to place uh with with that one that one funk song playing uh i I actually kind of enjoyed that um and and the way like there's one point where uh it seems like the music follows him Mm -hmm. like i think he he arrives at a church and uh like they're they're singing in the church and then you know it it cuts back and forth between you know him running with the funk music and then the singing in the church and then as he comes in the door uh of the church like you see it from the inside and him come through the door you can still sort of hear his funk music in the background (laughs) so i just i like the idea that you know when sweetback runs this music goes with him and this is just his traveling music I, wow, you've almost entirely changed my mind about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think if the whole thing had been, like, it, th- that's sort of a tongue-in-cheek thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if the whole thing had been had been like that, obviously it's not a tongue-in-cheek movie. No. Enti- entirely, anyway. Uh, there, There's, I feel like, some over-the-top stuff going on throughout. Um, like, like Beetle? Well, yeah, <laughs> or or the fact that I guess Sweetback's superpower is fucking. I believe yes, you are correct. <laughs> yeah, so this is really an early superhero movie. <laughs> I mean, you know, it kind of is. Kind of. <laughs> uh, tragic origins, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, great powers, uh, responsibility. I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it all checks out. Sure, hey. <laughs> but yeah, if it had been if it had been a little bit more, like fun? I said, tongue and tongue and cheek. Yeah, if it had been a little bit more fun. Yeah, but but I but I I get also that that's not sort of the point of the movie, right? Um, like like part part of what I really liked, I and I really noticed it towards the end, um, is sort of the. I, I felt like anyway, maybe this is just my reading of it, that there's a lot of like slavery images. Right. Um, like like Sweetback runs around in in handcuffs for a while and he and he sort of just goes to places looking for help. Mm-hmm. Um but then, you know, it gets it gets pretty overt towards the end when the the cops who are after him have like bloodhounds or whatever that they that they take to, to send after him. Right. I, I just and, and you know it's it's all uh, underneath this sort of spirituals that are being sung, mm-hmm. um, so you know I I appreciated that juxtaposition and sort of the you know and and, and maybe I'm reading you know modern current events on to to the movie as well you know this is it, history repeats and and you know they're the African Americans are still sort of you know, dealing with, with all of the, the issues that, you know, slavery brought with them. And, and right. so, you know, I, I appreciated that element of the movie. I, you know, I appreciate that stuff too. And, and, 
you know, I, I did, you know, definitely see a lot of, of slavery imagery uh, in the movie, especially, you know, like you said, during the scenes where he's running. Uh, in fact, like, uh, there's an early scene uh, when he basically first goes on the run that... Because, uh, again, the, uh, the movie is shot very experimentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of, like, you know, solarization and overlapping images and everything like that. Uh, and then, you know, inverse colors, etc. Uh, and there's a scene where he's, like, running uh, shortly after the in- inciting incident, which causes him to run. Uh, and uh, I honestly thought that, like, for a moment it was because I didn't recognize Sweetback's clothes uh, that, uh, you know, it was like imagery of like slaves running. Uh, but it was actually just him with some, you know, crazy uh, cinematography effects. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if I'm thinking of the exact moment that you're thinking of, but there was definitely a part where um, where you see him running and the color is like inverted Um, and it looks like he's wearing sort of like this, this loose, loose flowing white shirt. Yeah. That's Um, pretty much exactly the scene I I believe I'm talking about. Yeah. And and yeah, no, I definitely like, oh yeah, that's that sort of when I, when I think of, of what I've seen of, uh, slavery and films and, and, and books, uh, when, when I think of that's, that's sort of what I think of as, you know, quote unquote, the uniform, I guess right. <laughs> that's that slaves wear. And so, yeah, I definitely thought, Oh yeah, he's, he's like an escaped slave. Right. Here. I was, I was definitely visualizing like mentally, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor in 12 years of slave, you know? Right. Uh, cause I mean, I've not actually seen that movie, but like all the trailers and everything he was wearing, you know, the similar type of clothing that we're talking about. Yeah, I think that's what he wears on the poster for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciated uh, all of that stuff. Right. Uh, I, I did not appreciate the child rape at the very beginning of the movie. Sure, that's uh, a little bit uncomfortable, I guess. <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> no, it was very Eric. uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, I I actually like it like the credits play over that scene Mm and I I actually fast forwarded through it I was so uncomfortable (laughs) oh my god um yeah that that happened uh and yeah that is that is Melvin Van Peebles very own son (laughs) yeah uh that he may do that. Yeah, it's oh my god. Yep. Yep. And then and then it's just never addressed again. So like yep. why is why is this scene in this movie? I mean I, I did I did not I did not understand that. It's it's I guess to establish uh you know, the kind of life that Sweetback lived. I suppose. Which uh, you know um guess informs 
his personality throughout the movie. Does it? I don't know. I'm trying here. <laughs> it's not good, man. It's not. It's no, it's not. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, that it is pedophilia straight up. Yeah. Uh, like I said, minute one. <laughs> Uh, maybe minute two. Yeah, maybe minute two. Yeah, there's yeah, a little yeah. bit before that. Yeah. Um, whew, yeah. Uh, this is a tough movie at times. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it really set, like, it set me on edge for the <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, we're, we're also looking at this as you know not just outsiders for the intended audience but also you know 50 years you know after this uh came out right uh and i'm sure some of this was definitely meant to be shocking uh uh, but but uh, you know, just uh, some things are timeless and they're shockingness. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, yeah, and, never uh, never gonna be okay with that. Yeah, no, it's uh, it is uh, it was not a good choice. Yeah, uh, Melvin Van Peebles fifty years later. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, I tell you that that scene specifically made me really want to watch the movie that Mario Van Peebles made about the making of this movie Mm -hmm. just to see like if there's any sort of reckoning with with that just at least addressing it right yeah Yeah. uh i i did think multiple times throughout watching this that i would probably have rather enjoyed the that movie uh which is just called badass uh instead of watching this movie right because <laughs> i think the story behind this movie is way more fascinating uh than you know the actual product yeah uh t- to me you know suburban white guy from 50 years in the future right <laughs> but you know someone who's someone who's interested in filmmaking sure yeah so yeah. uh and I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I know it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I'm, I'm certainly not going to defend pedophilia. No, I, and yeah. I, I would hope that you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I would not stand for it if you did. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we would be here. Yeah. If no. I thought that was a thing that you were going to do. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, it was it was uh, shocking and upsetting. Uh, I instantly thought of you as it was happening. <laughs> That's weird. Well, just because I was worried about you. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, oh, Joe is really not gonna like this. <laughs> and it turns out I was right. You you were you were extremely right. Yeah, yeah. Well done. I I powered through it and then hoped to God that uh, nothing like it happened in the rest of the movie. Uh, nothing exactly like it happened, but, uh, it, it still was, uh, uncomfortable in places. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, it's, it's weird 
to me anyway to have you know this movie which which is clearly trying to send a very specific message uh but also has like all sorts of other problematic messages in it as well right uh and it's like well you know how do you reconcile you know that kind of thing yeah yeah and i wonder how much of that is just like how much of that is dated and just right. you know our our ideas of what's appropriate have changed in the past 50 years right um but like, yeah like like i i think the idea of you know a guy whose superpower is that he's super good at sex <laughs> is you know workable sure sure <laughs> it's it's somewhat undeveloped in this movie yeah yeah <laughs> i mean so so this is not really considered a black exploitation movie because it was kind of the first right and and, and most black exploitation movies you know sort of by definition were usually made to essentially cash in uh, but before this, you know, nobody had any idea that a movie like this would be successful. And, and this movie was very successful. Uh, I think it was made for like $50,000 and it made like $15 million eventually. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, uh, but, but this does, you know, set the standard for like a lot of the movies that copied it uh and, and parried it, it like you know in the future mm-hmm. and, and so uh, I've, I've watched more than a few black exploitation movies and they all seem to follow a similar plot uh to this one with with very similar lead characters uh but perhaps slightly more developed okay um but you know they're also, like I said, they're they're pretty much just you know cashing in on a trend, and, and uh, a lot of them are being very campy or tongue in cheek, you know, uh, with what they're doing. And, and this, like, there are moments of humor, but I don't think the intention of it at all is you know to be humorous, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I I joke about his superpower being that he's really good at sex, but you know, right. I I I did find that humorous at right, times. Right. Oh, you know, um, like the 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 scene when he uh, uh, confronts the the Hell's Angels, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he he picks his weapon and his weapon is fucking. Yep. Yep. And surprisingly, everybody agrees to it. Yeah. I actually did laugh out loud when that happened. Like, okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. Yep, yep. And and then it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe not simulated? I, from what I've read, uh, yeah, possibly not. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that also happens in this movie quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um... So yeah, so so the plot, such as it is, uh, 
basically, uh, Sweetback is a male prostitute who uh, is initially friendly with some some white cops, uh, and he agrees to basically be arrested uh, by uh, by the cops for a, a murder, and then they'll let him go. It's just basically sort of a uh, uh, representative type of thing, right? Yeah, they, uh, they need they need sort of a, a patsy, right? Um, just to to get people off their back, and then you know once once the heat has died down, they'll let him go, right? Uh, and then so he agrees to go do it, and uh, and then in the middle of it, uh, the two cops uh, arrest and then uh, beat the crap out of a uh, young Black Panther uh, leader, uh, which uh, suddenly causes Sweetback to just uh, rebel, and yeah. he. Uh, he beats the shit out of the cops, and then uh, the rest of the movie is just him going on the run and uh, trying to escape. And uh, basically, and a lot of scenes of him just uh, running. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, half of the movie is just him running, uh, and, and a good quarter of it is uh, invisible cops interviewing people to see if they know Street Sweetback. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you know I I liked um, you know once he does go on the run, um, you know it, well I I guess I should back up. So in the opening credits, the the first thing that it says is that it stars the black community. Yes, and I thought that was interesting. I like that um, a lot. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, but then it I feel like that sort of plays out uh, in the movie as Sweetback is on the run, um, and you know it it feels like he's sort of. Or, or maybe this is what I wanted it to be. I don't know if it is actually successful at it, but it feels like he sort of gives you like a tour of the the black community in this neighborhood, um, and and you meet you know you meet the the church folks and you meet the the people back at the the brothel and you meet a few other people, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they all make up this community, um, and. And so, you know, obviously eventually he leaves that, but I, but I like that as an idea as sort of like a, like it's a, it's a, a road movie or something where he's sort of just checking in with all of these different groups and you get a little glimpse of their lives. Um, you know, and, and like I said, I don't know if it's super successful, um, but I like the idea of it. Right. I, you know, I, I think you're right uh, in that assessment. Uh, you know, and it, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. He, he really does kind of take you on just a little tour of, of you know, that area anyway. Uh, but, you know, it, it also doesn't really do the best, though, because every single person he turns to essentially, you know, shuts him down and rejects him that's true <laughs> until you know he he is literally you know running for the border uh and, and none of his you know community will back him up uh for you know various reasons right um which you know i i don't know exactly what he was trying to say with that you know but it is also you know 
juxtaposed with uh, some very racist white cops. Yeah. I mean, just uh, incredibly racist white cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, to, to be fair to everybody in his community, they wouldn't want to have to deal with them any more than they possibly have to, I'm sure. So You know, that is that is also very true. And, and, you know, none of them snitch on him, so, you know, there is that. Right. Uh, well, sort of. Uh, Beetle does initially, uh, when he first returns back to the brothel. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, sells him out, but then, uh, but then he manages to escape. Uh, but then later on, you know, he, he does, uh, uh, to his, uh, physical, uh, injury, uh, not sell Sweet Back out later. Um, yeah, uh, there, there's, uh, I mean, you know, for, for, for all what I, I, I find are, are faults in the movie for, for reasons that I did not particularly enjoy it as, as a movie, uh, you know, it, it is still, uh, shockingly relevant. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Maybe, unshockingly i don't know yeah uh but but uh you know it it's definitely not an easy watch uh you know for for reasons that are happening right now right uh in in the world which yeah uh, i no good no i was just gonna say i i agree it's it's i think definitely for those reasons it's challenging um and also just the way that it's made mm-hmm. um you know like you said it is very experimental so it's you know it's it's not just a, a sort of a light movie you can put on while you're doing other things and be able to follow it right um it definitely requires some concentration um and yeah i don't, I don't know that i like i said before i don't know that i really enjoyed watching it Mm-hmm. Uh, but I appreciated things about it, and you know, I, I feel like it's it was worth watching as as, as a an artifact. Um, and knowing that it was so influential, I feel I, like it's worth watching. I agree with that for sure. Uh, you know, I'm I don't want to say that I'm glad I watched it, but uh, you know, I am. I'm appreciative of the fact that I did give it the time, you know, right. That, that, that I, I did, uh, you know, I, I feel just as like a cinematic experience. If it had been more straightforward, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because it is so, you know, at times very psychedelic and experimental that, and and also you know uh, because it does star the black community, uh, there's only like you know two actual actors in the movie, <laughs> right? Uh, and everyone else is just you know people that they just got to be in the movie. Yeah. Um, and so you know the acting is not the best throughout, uh, and then you know just juxtaposed with with some of the filmmaking choices uh you know it just it makes it you know not a great movie experience but it does make a good 
cultural experience, if you if you get what I mean there. Yeah, I think that makes total sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, and if nothing else, it made me, like I said, want to watch that the movie about the making of it. Right. Yeah, because uh, you know, as as I often do, and I think you do as well. You know, I read up on the movie. You know, after watching it a little bit, definitely. And, and uh, yeah, the 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 story behind it is is super fascinating. Uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah, I definitely would like to watch uh, you know the the Mario Van Peebles uh, making of movie. Yeah. Biopic. <laughs> I guess it's a biopic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was disappointed to see, or or at least off put to see that Bill Cosby helped fund the making of the movie. Yeah. Like I mean, that, that hasn't aged well. No, it, it really hasn't. But you know, we, we all used to love Bill Cosby. I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, just uh, you know, uh, speaking of. Uh, you know things relevant today. You know, uh, it's uh, you know, just sometimes it goes the opposite way and goes bad. Right. <laughs> not, not that uh, you know the inherent racism and in, you know the American political system is uh, good. I was but... gonna say like <laughs> it either goes bad or it stays exactly the same. Yeah. No. Yeah. That that's that's not good either. Uh, but, uh, you know, when, when things are awful, it's, uh, it's hard to be even more disappointed. That's true. (laughs) You know, other than, you know, pretending it's great and then finding out it's fucking terrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so we are reviewing this on the first week of June. I think this episode will come out. Sometime, you know, early, mid July. Mm-hmm. So God knows what's gonna be happening then. I uh, I hope I hope things are uh I mean I, I always hope things are better in the future than they are now. Right. But dear God, I hope things are better in I hope the future. Things are better and that they are changed for yes. the better. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mean to say like oh i hope i hope the the protests are over i i hope that there's no reason for there to be protests anymore right um yeah uh i am i am 100 percent in support of all the protests happening right now uh and and i hope they continue happening until you know everything changes for the better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because... uh, until the police are abolished. Right. Or, or something happens. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of, some sort of reform. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's going to take a lot of work. It is. And, and honestly, I don't think. I don't think anything good is going to happen. If, you know, we make a few concessions and then, you know, say, okay, everything's fine. Yeah. Like, like everything has to keep happening. Right. And it, so probably in a month, it probably won't be, uh, you know, a thing of the past. Oh yeah. No, I I don't don't expect there to be (laughs) radical change. 
<laughs> in the next six weeks. No, no. But, you know, some sort of, you know, movement in the right direction would be nice. Yes, I, absolutely. Um... With the with with the president that we have, though, I wonder. Uh, like, yeah, God. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, I got to yeah. bring that guy into it. No, I mean it's, it's it's yeah, I mean perfectly on topic. I mean, yeah, the the big reason that uh, all of this is happening right now is because of that. But you know, when when you think about you know just a week ago. You know, our biggest worry was uh, disease, and right. now we have uh, disease, political unrest, violence, and, uh, you know, Nazis. Yeah. I and, mean, we had I mean, Nazis before, too. <laughs> we had all that stuff, you know, before, but uh, it was not as uh, uh, overt as it is at the moment. Yeah. And... Uh... Uh, I don't know how to properly say what I want to say without <laughs> sounding just like a privileged asshole, but <laughs> we'll say it and we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, you know, like like certainly, I don't want people to be hurt or businesses to be lost, you know, due to you know the things that are happening, but you know time and time again the proof is that they aren't happening until the police get involved right or it's just white jackasses trying to stir up shit yeah uh which you know further cements the message of of this movie that uh, you know white people probably not so great yeah (laughs) yeah i agree yeah yeah White people do not recommend. <laughs> and I say that as a, a pasty white person myself. No, we we have already established uh, just how white you are and just how good at white you are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, unfortunately, as a, uh, a half Latino, I don't have much room to speak because I am also very white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into a white off with you here. No, I mean, I would say you know at least physically you win, right? I mean, you are you are practically a ginger. <laughs> I am translucent. <laughs> I just have a really nice tan. You do, yeah. Oh, it looks good. You. It looks thank good you. on you. Oh my! This is this is. Uh, I didn't expect this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Sweetback. Yeah, Sweetback. Um, was there a sequel? It seemed like it was setting up a sequel. Yeah, it did not end. <laughs> Movie has no ending. Yeah, it's just uh, Sweetback's coming back for revenge. Yeah. Uh, no, there was no sequel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe the sequel was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Or not. Who knows? Yeah. 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 
Uh, oh, maybe, maybe the sequel was every other black exploitation film that uh, ever got made after this one. That could be. Yeah. Maybe that is it. Just just picking up the themes through weird white lenses. <laughs> that, that is uh, sort of the unfortunate thing, is that uh, a lot of the black exploitation movies of the 70s uh, were, you know, written and directed by white guys. Right. Uh, just, uh, you know, cashing in on that, hey, black movies uh, can sell tickets. Yeah, hence the exploitation part of black exploitation. <laughs> exactly. Um, I remember when I worked at a movie theater in high school, uh, whenever there was a, a, you know, majority black film that would come out, um, they were always packed i mean just no matter what just every every showing every day maybe not a sellout but always packed uh which you know as a as an employee who has to go clean up the theaters afterwards it was annoying right (laughs) you know but uh you know as a as a 41 year old man you know you know years later you know, I can look back at it now and see that, you know, I mean, it's just because, you know, people in the black community are starving for, you know, entertainment that, you know, represents them. Right. You know, pretty much no matter what it is or, you know, the quality of the movie. Yeah, no, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, which, you know. I mean, I'm not sure what my point I'm trying to make here is, but, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, I guess, you know, the, in reference to this movie, you know, I can absolutely see why, you know, Melvin Van Peebles wanted to make this movie and wanted to do it his way. And, you know... Like I said, even though I, I wouldn't say I you know, particularly enjoyed this movie, you know, I am always appreciative of people who have a vision and can get it done. Absolutely. And, and I mean, as far as I can tell, you know, it is pretty uncompromised. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, if he compromised on things, I'm, I don't know what it would be. Nope, yep, I have not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah so you know uh, I guess you know I would say I recommend it you know just just to view as you know just an archive of, of you know where American and black culture in particular was like in 1970 you know right yeah yeah, not not entirely different from where it is now, but still. No, definitely not. <laughs> Worth but, looking at. I mean, you know, we also have to think that, uh, you know, you know, black voices, you know, may not have the uh, reach that it should, you know, in this day and age. But at the time this was made, they had no reach right so you know that that is you know pretty stunning in and of itself you know that's true that's a good point 
So, yeah, like you said, uh, I didn't enjoy it, but I can appreciate it. Yeah. I think, I I, I feel like that's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, ultimately, uh, yes, I agree with you. I am glad that I watched this. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it was uh, just an unfortunate bit of timing and, uh, you know, just uh, everything that uh, happened uh, since... uh, since last Thursday. Right. <laughs> Maybe people will start watching this movie like they all watched uh, Contagion <laughs> right after COVID hit. I mean, I have noticed, uh, you know, a lot of uh, the trending movies I see on, on some various uh, streaming platforms. So I've all been, you know, uh, documentaries or, or uh, uh you know, movies about the black experience. So, you know, right. it's, it's, it's happening a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, there's probably, there's probably other movies people could watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Sweet, sweet back. Yeah. <laughs> Badass song. Yeah. Uh, to, to everyone uh, who uh, who wants to fight the man, right? Yeah. I forget exactly how it was worded in the uh, opening credits. There, it was it was something like that. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, also, not on any of the uh, uh, credits or anything like that. But uh, the movie was uh, rated X by an all white jury, right? Uh, and. Uh, I, I will say there there was one aspect of the movie that I found way more distracting than anything else, and uh, this is pretty much just uh, only relevant to my life experience. <laughs> okay, the uh, guy who played the commissioner, uh, the the police commissioner. Yeah, uh, he was on like four episodes of Night Court. Uh, throughout the uh, the run of that show, and uh, it distracted me every time he was on screen because I'm like, "Hey, it's that guy!" Amazing. Because <laughs> as we know, Night Court, my favorite show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, a thing that that caught my attention was the uh, so after the Hell's Angels sequence, uh, they all disperse, and uh, it may actually be after uh, the shootout. Uh, or a confrontation that Sweetback and the the young Black Panther have with the cops, mm-hmm. uh, where they're both injured, um, and then a, uh, a black biker arrives and says he can only take one of them mm-hmm. uh, to safety. Uh, the actor who played that biker uh, is named John Amos. Yes, and and I know him primarily from The West Wing as the chairman <laughs> of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. <laughs> But I, I know he's in a lot of other stuff, too. Yeah, uh, I've seen him in a ton of things, and, and I definitely recognized him as well. Uh, but I mean, I've never seen West Wing, and uh, as far as I've uh, learned, I probably never should. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I know Dave Anthony hates it, but I still yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, do you, you want me to pick something for next week? Well, uh, before we do that, uh, you know, I, I had uh, an idea last week that uh, that I totally forgot to, to talk about. Oh, crap. I forgot about that. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can come up with something on the fly. Probably. Uh, but, you know, uh, 
you know, I was thinking that, you know, especially like last week where we were definitely not fans of the movie. In uh, this one where we're sort of in a weird spot with it. Uh, you know, it'd be not be nice to just, you know, have uh, just a, a recommendation. You know, nothing uh, in particular. doesn't have to be a movie. doesn't have to be, you know, anything specific. Uh, but just something that we greatly enjoy and, and would uh, want to recommend to each other and to uh, anyone who's listening. And, uh, you know, I, th- I thought that'd just be, uh, in the case of negative reviews, uh, a little beacon of positivity. And in the case of positive reviews, just extra positivity. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's a, a show I'd like to recommend to you if you've never seen it. Uh, that that I think that you might find uh, absolutely delightful. Uh, it is called Taskmaster. Okay, I've never heard of that. Uh, you can. Uh, it is a British uh, game show of sorts. Okay. Uh, you can find uh, the first five series of it available uh, for free on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I believe it is updated weekly, and currently uh, they're like on the third episode of series six uh, being shown on there. Uh, but it is uh, so. It is a each season has a group of five uh, comedian panelists uh, who are given a, a series of tasks that they are then uh, asked to perform, and uh, are given points. Uh, based on uh, how well they do or how poorly they do, which is okay. most often the case. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be things like um, they're on a track and there's two buckets. Uh, one is filled with water, the other is not. And they need to fill the other bucket full of water or as much as they can, uh, but not touch either of the buckets. And they're given a... Uh, bundle of uh, items that they can use that you know most of them tend to just have uh, holes in them okay or are very tiny <laughs> and uh they have two minutes to do that that sounds pretty fun it is incredibly fun and <laughs> hilarious <laughs> or uh you know like uh they have to uh paint a picture of a horse while riding a horse <laughs> All right, I'm sold. All right. <laughs> there That's was excellent. A, an American version, which I've never actually been able to find anywhere, uh, that was hosted by Reggie Watts. Oh, wow. But uh, uh, knowing what little I do of Reggie Watts and having watched, uh, you know, all of, you know, the current Taskmaster uh, British version, uh, I don't see Reggie Watts as a good fit for that show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Just, well, I'll, uh, I'll watch the I'll watch the British version and report back and see if I agree with you. All right. Heavily recommended. <laughs> so that's my homework. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I I would recommend for you. Uh, there's a podcast that I've been listening to, uh, and, and I, I know that you don't listen to as many podcasts as you used to. Right. Um, Because you you don't have the long commute that you did. Right. Um, But uh, there's a podcast called Dead Eyes. Okay. 
Have you heard of this? I've heard of the comic Dead Eyes. Okay, it's it's not that. Okay. <laughs> so so not by Rick Remender or not? Rick not Remender. by Rick Remender. No, uh, Jerry Dugan is uh, the writer of Dead Eyes. Oh, that's right. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, this is a this is a podcast uh, hosted by a comedian named Connor Ratliff. Okay. Uh, and uh, and he uh, in I think two thousand or two thousand one. Uh, auditioned or was cast in a part on uh, the the Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg produced Band of Brothers series. Okay, uh, and then uh, was uh, abruptly fired from the role uh, <laughs> after after apparently Tom Hanks saw his uh, audition tape uh, and thought that he had dead eyes. Okay, so <laughs> so it's basically uh, about. Uh, uh, Connor Ratliff sort of examining that scenario or, or that situation um, to to try and and get to the bottom of it. Like, does he really have dead eyes? Huh. All right. Uh, and, and and on the way, he talks to uh, you know actor and comedian friends uh, who have you know. Uh, either they're just friends with him or they have a tangential uh, connection to either band of brothers or to Tom Hanks. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he'll, he'll talk to them about their dead eyes stories, you know, time, right. times that they've been inexplicably fired from jobs uh, and sort of the psychological effect that that has on them. Uh, it's, it's really entertaining. I it's Yeah. That sounds fun. It's on. It's on hiatus right now because of the the COVID. Sure. Um, uh, the the last episode was him, you know, sort of sheltering in place. He, like he was on tour, uh, and he ended up having to to like the tour was canceled mid tour, but he happened to be in his hometown, <laughs> so he's just like staying with his parents. <laughs> so the that episode is him interviewing his parents. All right, which is pretty great. That sounds great. Yeah, uh, so it's it's really entertaining. That reminds me of a documentary I watched once. Uh, it's called Fired. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's made by uh, Annabelle Gerwich. Okay. Uh, she's an actress, and and if I remember correctly, it is about. It, it was spurned by her basically getting hired for a Woody Allen movie and then getting fired. Oh, wow. Uh, and then, like, her experiences with that. And then, yeah, she interviews a whole bunch of other actors about, you know, their fired experiences. Nice. That sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, that came out in 2007. Okay. I, I remember it, I got that on Netflix via disc. Nice. And those were things. <laughs> Uh, you know they still offer discs. I know they do, and and uh, like even I think four or five years ago, I was still getting some. Yeah, my parents still get Netflix discs. Excellent, good for your parents. <laughs> I am I am proud of Thomas and Martha. <laughs> I Where did you hear those names? Parents. <laughs> it's Jonathan and Martha. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I knew I should have made you Superman and not Batman. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, tell me yeah. a movie. 
That's that's nice. I like that. Yeah, that was. I fun. like the recommendations. I'll, I'll try to remember to do it next time. Me too. I pretty much only just wanted to tell you about Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know we can talk off air. I know we can. <laughs> I know usually we just sit in silence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully by me telling you, hey, watch Taskmaster on a recorded podcast, this will give you the impetus to actually watch it. And That's true, just, yeah, because most things I just like, okay, sure, I'll do that, and then I never do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, been, we've been watching, uh, we binged through a lot of Top Chef, mm-hmm. and now we've been watching Survivor. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we've got some things going on aside from from everything else. So, uh, you know, just having some some mindless reality TV to 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 get lost in has been kind of nice. All right, well, um, but yeah, you know, Taskmaster yeah. sounds like maybe the the fun parts of Survivor without the annoying parts. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never seen Survivor, but uh, sure. <laughs> You know I don't own a TV. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, literally, I've never seen Survivor. No, it's you're you're fine. You're doing fine. All right, good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. So should I should I go ahead and pick a movie for next week? I would love that. Okay. So you 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 probably have a a a, at least idea of what I might be picking because I sent you a list earlier this week. (laughs) Yes. uh, Because I did not want to get caught picking something you'd already seen again. I feel really bad that 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 you you feel like you have to come to that because (laughs) I just sort of like being surprised. I know. Well, that's why, you know, I try to try to give you a varied list. Uh, yeah, I do appreciate that. So I don't know exactly what you're going to pick. Right. <laughs> uh, you did have one movie on there, which I vehemently said that I would not watch. Right. And I and I quickly crossed that off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, for the so, listener, if they're curious, that was Under the Skin. Right. <laughs> a, a movie that you said everyone will say is great and everyone is wrong. Yep. One hundred percent. So, so the movie that that I am gonna go with for next week, alrighty, uh, is a a movie starring Brian Cranston. Okie doke. Uh, and it's called Trumbo. Alrighty. And it's a uh, it's about the screenwriter Dalton Trumbo. Yes. Uh, uh, Johnny got his gun. Uh, I think so. I believe. Or Johnny his... get your gun. Something like that, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's that on? Uh, that is on Netflix. Okie doke. So, I, yeah. I, I will watch that. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember really wanting to see that when it came out, and then I totally missed it, and and uh, figured, let's watch it now. I like oh, a Brian Cranston. I do as well. He's, he's a-okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, Trumbo. Awesome. Excellent. Look forward to seeing him play a flying elephant. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. If, if Donald Trump were an elephant, his name would be Trumbo. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll be back next week to, to talk about Trumbo. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. All right. See you then. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. 
You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.